is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the Eight Side network are you ready are you ready let's get it on how's it going everybody brian alvarez here on wrestling observer live we are here every day monday through friday noon pacific three eastern sunday three pacific six eastern we have not talked to you since friday and boy has a lot of stuff happened since friday we had the rampage show we had the smackdown show we had battle of the belts we got a lineup for Raw tonight. We got an update on Sasha Banks, who injured her knee at a house show taping. We have got the announcement of the return of Ring of Honor. Exactly as they had uh, stated, they will be returning April 1st for Supercard of Honor. And we actually have a ton of details on what the relaunch of Ring of Honor is going to entail. Obviously, if you have not heard... Uh, spoiler alert here, there was a Ring of Honor championship change that just occurred, and we'll tell you everything we know about that. So if you don't want impact spoilers, I'll give you a warning before we talk about it. But uh, we'll talk about that. There was an injury at the impact tapings. Luckily, the news is good. Uh, the former Tom Phillips has debuted for Impact Wrestling. Tom Phillips was great at his job, but he was released by WWE. Now he appears to be replacing Matt Stryker in Impact Wrestling. We've also got the results of SmackDown, the results of Rampage, the results of Battle of the Belts, everything going forward there, and uh, plenty more. If you'd like to text us here today, the number 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is email. At Brian Alvarez is the text message. I'm sorry, that's the, that's the Twitter handle. I'm on Twitter. Did you know that? At Brian Alvarez. If you've never gone up there, it's always fun to go up there on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays. But anyway, that's how you can contact me here today. We'll talk about all of the news when we come back from the break. And uh, check it out. Back in a moment with Super Live. Leilani's new restaurant will have the largest wine cellar in the city. She needs a robust sommelier with notes of procurement manager. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. 
That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. What are you so happy about? I'm on the pill. Aren't you two a bit old to worry about having more kids? Not her. Me. Uh, you lost me there, buddy. Steel Man pills. Things weren't always looking up if you catch my drift. So, my doctor prescribed me a little something. Like Viagra? Yeah, but that's expensive, and it wasn't covered by my insurance. Steel Man pills cost me less than three bucks a pill, and virtually the same effect. I just called and got over 40 pills for only $99. I have this friend who might be looking and... Well, if your friend wants some help, the consultation is free over the phone. No clinic. Steel Man pills sends it in the mail in a confidential package. I'm on it. I mean, my friend will be on it. Steel Man Pills. Going the extra mile to help men with erectile dysfunction. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Take the spa experience home with Alico's Luxury Sauna Line. Choose from a unique variety of indoor or outdoor saunas that come in multiple shapes, sizes, and wood types, handcrafted from the highest quality materials. View our full selection at alico.com to find the perfect match for your lifestyle. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. Monthly financing available. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Just celebrated my 21-month anniversary subscribing to my own Twitch. Did you know you can subscribe with your Amazon Prime account? You guys have Prime? I think everyone has Prime in the middle of this pandemic. But you get a, a free sub every month with your Amazon Prime subscription. All you have to do is is head up to Twitch. I think you have to do it on a desktop computer. But you hit subscribe down there at the bottom, and then there's a little box that says Use Prime Subscription. And you click it, and you can you can sign up to Twitch basically for free. You pay nothing. It's part of your, your Prime. And then uh, we obviously get support from your subscription. And then you don't have to watch the... Uh, they're really dumb commercials. Only the dumb commercials that we put up. Me wrestling and et cetera. So, uh, and also you get on uh, pay-per-view Sundays if you're a, a Twitch subscriber, not a freeloader. The subscribers get the post-pay-per-view recaps. Uh, they can watch those. So after the Royal Rumble this month, we'll be going live for the uh, Twitch subscribers. So uh, why would you not watch it live and free if you can just use your Prime subscription? So go up there, use your Amazon Prime, sign up. And enjoy the 
fun, everybody. So here's the news. Got a lot of it. It's actually not all bad news for once. I mean, the worst news is it Raw's tonight. Maybe it'll be good. Who knows? We got Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, and Dewdrop in a three-way for a Raw women's title opportunity at Royal Rumble, according to WWE.com. We got Alexa Bliss's journey back to Raw begins. Can't wait for that. Anarchy Bro will defend the Raw Tag Team titles against the Alpha Academy. So two matches announced. I presume they'll both take place, but that's a foolish presumption because uh, many times that doesn't happen. And they also announced that Sasha Banks will be out of action. Here's what it says. Six to eight weeks after suffering a foot injury at a live event in Fayetteville, North Carolina. It says after seeking emergency medical attention, it was determined nothing was broken. Sasha underwent an MRI. It was discovered she has a bruised calcaneus bone. I think only women have a calcaneus bone. I'm not aware of having one myself. She is at home recovering and undergoing, like how a dude has an Adam's apple, but a woman doesn't. She is expected to be out of action for six to eight weeks, WWE announced. Which, of course, if that's true, that means she will not be in the Women's Royal Rumble. And boy, do they need women. So, you know, do I think she's going to be back at the Rumble as a big surprise? Yes. Is that confirmed? Absolutely not. Will she likely miss it? Who knows? That's what they're claiming. So I guess we'll see what happens. But I think they have 19 women announced for a 30-woman Royal Rumble. And boy, if you see the list of women that they have for this Royal Rumble, where in God's name are they going to get 11 other women? You want to hear the lineup? Somebody DM'd me on Twitter and said, hey, do you think there's going to be some surprises that take place in the Rumble? And just by math, yes. Of course there are going to be surprises. There already is one for those of you who somehow stayed under a rock all weekend as Brian goes through these names. It may be a little bit of a surprise to you. All right, so this is the lineup for the 30-woman Royal Rumble. And this is this is 19. Look who we've got, and they're, they've got 19. We got Rhea Ripley, Nikki, and this is Nikki A-S-H, Nikki Ash, Aaliyah, who has not been seen since she vomited all over herself, Natty and Shayna, Summer Ray is back for the Royal Rumble, Tamina, Dana Brooke, Kelly Kelly, Naomi Carmella Zelina, Michelle McCool, who's living life, both of the Bella twins. Remember when Nikki said that she was pretty loving much told life. by her I guess doctor, she's like, living life as well too. Her but neck she's is loving life. Nikki did an interview. Said her neck is such a disaster she can never have another match again. Now they've announced both Bellas for the Royal Rumble. Lita, and uh, coming in at number nineteen is Mickey James, who they build and who is still the Impact Wrestling Women's Champion. That is your lineup for the Women's Royal Rumble. And now they have to come up with 11 more women for this Royal Rumble. So, Oh, and Charlotte. Charlotte also uh, declared. Uh, yeah, so that's the lineup. So is that 11 you. more with or without Charlotte? I think it might be only 10 more with Charlotte, but that might be I 11. Can, I'm not bothering to th- count. They have many more to add. Three of them will probably 
very likely be, I would assume, toxic attraction, right? 11 more it says here. Well, all I was told, and, you know, you know when you're told something by WWE, it's like, you know, you can report it, but what what you're told yesterday is not the same as what actually happens often. But I was told that they didn't really want to use a lot of NXT women. That's probably changed by now as they have 11 women remaining and uh, we're already down to the Kelly Kellys and et cetera. So. Well, I say, who are they going to use? Deanna Perrazzo? Deanna Perrazzo, I'm WWE? sure. They got Mickey, so maybe they'll yeah. have more more impact women involved. Alundra Blaze. Got a lot of women <laughs> remaining. Wouldn't left. surprise me, actually. Person notes Molly here. Yeah, they could call Molly. Uh, Chelsea Green, no. No, that won't be happening. Gail Kim, absolutely not. That won't be happening, no. All right, so the other, uh, there's actually a lot of big news today, but one of the other big stories today is, yes, as we have been stating for months now, and as a lot of people did not believe, Ring of Honor is, in fact, relaunching over WrestleMania weekend. They made the announcement today. Supercard of Honor 2022 is taking place on Friday, April 1st at the Curtis Colwell Center in Garland, Texas. Tickets for the annual pay-per-view extravaganza go on sale Friday, January 21st. At 11 Eastern for Honor Club members, Friday, January 28th for the general public. No matches have been announced for Supercard of Honor yet. So this is this is the working plan, okay? And this is a spoiler, by the way, for the Impact tapings. Rock C is no longer the Ring of Honor Women's Champion. She was uh, defeated by Diana Parazzo, and uh, the story is that. As we had noted, Ring of Honor is going to be a glorified independent promotion with television. So uh, PWG, a GCW, they're essentially going to use who is available to run shows, and they are going to put those shows on television. That's, that's part one of the plan. At this point, Roxy has not signed with anybody, but the presumption is she probably ain't going to be available in April. She's got a, a another WWE tryout camp coming up. AW, who knows, maybe they'll make an offer for her. But the feeling is it's unlikely that she's going to be available, so therefore they took the title off of her to because I think they figured that Deanna will be available in April. Deanna, uh, they must have some sort of agreement with um, uh, Impact or whatever. Whatever the situation is, they feel they're going to be able to use Deanna come April. So Deanna is the current Ring of Honor champion. There were a whole bunch of belts in Ring of Honor, and going forward, they're largely going to book three belts. They're going to book the Ring of Honor men's title, the Ring of Honor women's title, the Ring of Honor tag team titles. So six-man titles, uh, pure title. I know Jonathan Gresham is out there with the uh, the pure title as well, but I don't want to say those belts are like fully retired, but Ring of Honor is going to be focusing on men's, women's, tag. And so what's going to happen is you've been seeing uh, Jonathan Gresham working elsewhere, defending the, the Ring of Honor title. You see Deanna Parazzo do the, the same thing, and uh, same with the tag team titles. And the agreement that Ring of Honor has with all of these other promotions is, let's say that you, know, you see a, a Ring of Honor uh, tag team championship match at GCW. Ring of Honor has the rights to the footage of their tag team championship match or whatever match in other promotions. Doesn't mean exclusive rights, but if the Briscoes defend the tag team titles in GCW, 
Ring of Honor can use that footage on their television shows. So basically, from now until Supercard of Honor, if you watch the Ring of Honor television show, you're going to see championship matches from all different promotions because Ring of Honor has the right to use those matches on their television show. And then obviously, come Supercard of Honor, you'll see you know matches from there and the tapings on the television show. And uh, the champions are essentially going to be touring world champions. So we'll talk more about this after the break. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Back on the show. Brian Elber is here. Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. So, I don't know what the future is for the uh, six-man pure television titles, etc. I mean... There they may they may have to return them. They may just float around the indies, and whoever's <laughs> champion just books them. So I don't know what they're going to do. But the three that they're going to focus on are men's, women's, and tag. And uh, touring world champions is noted. So they'll go all over the place, defend those titles. Ring of Honor gets to use the footage for television. Ring of Honor shoots their own television and pay-per-views. And uh, that's the future at this point of Ring of Honor. So first big show coming back will be, as noted, the... Uh, Supercard of Honor on April 1st in uh, Garland, Texas. Yeah, well, what do you need all those belts for, you know, in the situation that they're in? You could argue that they don't even need a women's title, although because of the way they're going to be set up now, the women's division might actually thrive and that belt actually might get a lot more shine on it because you are able to bring in people from outside and you don't have to worry about acquiring a roster that they were attempting to do and all that sort of stuff so you could bring in somebody you know, as much money as Sinclair's going to want to throw at people. And I think this is the best-case scenario for Ring of Honor. Obviously, what the wrestling side wanted, Sinclair could only give them so much as far as being able to flood them with money and production and all these sorts of things. You know, that limitation, especially production-wise, has been there since day one when it comes to getting the equipment and having really what these guys want to use and they were only going to make it so far so in this crazy environment that we're in they need to concentrate on honor club make sure people sign up for it give people get them excited for that possibility get them excited for these weekend pay-per-views that they're going to be doing what is going to be interesting or is going to be how the rest of the landscape it spins around Ring of Honor when they decide we're going to have this weekend and we're going to watch it for Friday and Saturday or however that's going to work. How There's so many other promotions that now run Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. There's so much going on. It'll be interesting to see who they are able to draw in. But as far as I'm, I know, and I could be dead wrong about this, Brian, maybe you have some insight on it, Chris Hero is still there. There are other people that are still there who certainly have a cachet in this business, certainly love pro wrestling, and certainly want to see Ring of Honor succeed and understand that even with its limitations, having Sinclair behind you and having those resources are a massive, massive help. This person says ROH better pay up if they're going to be using people's footage in syndication. Bro, 
Uh, what do you think they're going to be? What do you think they're going to be paying for this? Number one, if you're if you're GCW, you get to promote that the Ring of Honor champion is defending its championship on your show, and then GCW is getting syndicated all over the yeah. country with tons of. You think they're not going to say where it's at? Well, oh, this is like, they're going to plug GCW. They'll probably yeah. plug their next show. I mean, this works out great for everybody. No this one's is, turning this idea down because they're not getting paid huge money if the footage is used on on television. No, and we already saw Effie and AJ Gray show up to face the Briscoes on ROH TV, and they they benefited from that. We've seen the Briscoes. This was a couple years ago, right after the hurricane in Puerto Rico. When every, I mean, it was it's still awful down there. Especially forget about the wrestling scene, but. You know, WWC ran their anniversary show. The Briscoes went down there for that. That footage ended up on on Ring of Honor TV. So, again, it's a little bit of a different example, but there's going to be a lot of give and take here, especially for groups like, say, Defy. Or, you know, yes, Defy has got a channel on Pluto. They absolutely have that. Unfortunately, the visibility is not there. Ring of Honor, you know, you can debate how many people watch it and all this sort of stuff, but because of the way it's syndicated out, because there's still the possibility of getting a lot of viewers for a lot of these smaller groups, even Impact, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing to have your name mentioned on TV like that. This person here wants to know if I know if Ring of Honor is going to use original commentary for shows from other promotions or if they'll do their own commentary. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what's going on right now. I will try to answer some of these questions later on, but... uh... That's uh, that's all I know at this exact moment. I'm also trying to figure out more about like uh, Josh Wood's pure title. Like, is he the shoot pure champion right well, now? I don't know. Well, well see, out. a lot of these belts. I mean, honestly, I if I'm Ring of Honor, I just reel them back in and look at Chain Taylor Promotions and look at who you know whoever's got these belts and go, hey, you know, the time to cash them out. We're going to put them up in the <laughs> in the offices, and that's it. I mean, you could let the belts linger out there, sell them to somebody. You know, you could sell the rights to have a a, a trios match where those belts get merged and, and sucked in by AAA or something like that. You could absolutely do something like that if you so chose. But realistically, right now, I would honestly just vacate those belts. That pure championship was was basically melded in to the world title anyway. The TV title, I think, went that direction. They did they merged that one already. So I think when it comes to the pure title and the six man titles. You know, it kind of stinks for those guys, but I would say go ahead and pull them off, and they can walk around any independent promotion and go, hey, I was never beat for those belts. We were never beat for those belts. We want to come in. You can always have that storyline when they go in somewhere. All right, a couple of notes from SmackDown, because a lot of this plays into the Royal Rumble. We had a Lesnar-Reigns confrontation where uh, Paul Heyman started to feel really sad that uh, Roman Reigns had said mean things about him. And he almost started crying, and then Brock got mad at Paul Heyman for it. And so they are still playing up the storyline that maybe, maybe Paul would rather be with Roman than Brock. So this obviously is going to play out through the the WrestleMania show. But in the meantime, obviously it's Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley at the Royal Rumble. And the storyline on SmackDown, I love when his storyline, in storyline, the company is incompetent. So in storyline... Adam Pierce gets a call, and he's told, bruh, we need a, a, a challenger for Roman at Royal Rumble. Find somebody like right now. So, you know, Adam Pierce is, is on, he's on SmackDown as he gets his call. So he tries to find somebody, and who does he find? Well, a guy not on SmackDown. He, Roman Reigns. So 
you know, that old, uh, the one time per year that should I even mention it? But anyway, it's going to be uh, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns at WrestleMania because the, the SmackDown roster is so, like, God bless all the guys. Like, I'm a big fan of the individual wrestlers personally, but in terms of, like, star power, SmackDown is dead. And you literally had to go to another brand to get somebody to challenge Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. So they did that, and uh, Rick Boogs beat Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is the number one contender to Nakamura's belt. So they beat him. Now, you know, stupid as this is, I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura has a hand injury. So it looks like he's not going to be able to defend the title for a little while. That's why he hasn't been wrestling. So I guess it's just something they'll do Sami Zayn and Rick Boogs for a while before uh, Nakamura is back and ready to uh, ready to wrestle. We had Charlotte beating Naomi. I'll talk more about this match with with Filthy Tom, but it's stupid. I mean, they're they're still building up this this uh, Sonya Deville versus Naomi thing, but like the way they built it up was just dumb. So uh, anyway. Charlotte won. Naomi got screwed again by Sonya Deville. We had Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss beating the Viking Raiders. They got the win there. And then the street fight, the Usos beat the New Day. They went 18 minutes. Very good street fight. I don't think it was as good as the pay-per-view match. It went 18 minutes, and uh, the Usos won, which means the New Day can never challenge for the tag titles again as long as the Usos are champion. So what in the world do you do with the New Day? For the next, I don't think they're losing those titles till at least Mania. I would think maybe they'll lose them at the Royal Rumble. But now we've got uh, you know uh, the New Day, nothing to do on SmackDown. They'll just be doing whatever. Maybe they can go on a singles run or something. But that was uh, that was a big notes out of the SmackDown show on Friday night. So it's not going to be Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss battling them. It could be. They just got another win. That could be your tag team championship feud. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss against the Usos. Which, like, in the ring would probably be really good, but it's two heel teams. You don't have another babyface team on this roster that you could plug in against the Usos? Well, the answer is no. That was a rhetorical question. Well, it was the Viking Raiders, but you went ahead and beat them, which yes. reminds me of Raw tonight, where a couple weeks ago you just couldn't have had Otis and Chad Gable get victories over Randy Orton. They and, did! Uh, yeah, but Otis then they pinned beat him. Riddle. Otis pinned Riddle on Monday last week. He just pinned him in the middle of the ring like a geek. Yeah, but two weeks ago before that, you know, it was Randy Orton finally got that RKO on Otis, and it's like... But he didn't beat him. But the whole... And I guess that's the, the angle that they're going to play for this, but the whole way they set that up was completely ridiculous when you had three baby-faced tag teams that were all in the mix and the one tag team that was sitting on the outside that no matter who won, you know, in that equation, they were going to face... Cable and Otis, and, you know, that's how they got to it. It's completely ridiculous. And one name that you mentioned as as a member of the Women's Royal Rumble is Shayna Baszler. What brand is Shayna Baszler on? Because I remember she was going to be tapped to attack Naomi or something like that at the Bro, behest of forget Sonya. That. Where is she? Dude, forget her. Where's Zia Why? Lee? I like her. Where's Zia Lee, who had weeks and weeks and weeks of vignettes? Well, then she debuted, and we've never seen her again. Yeah, but there's that problem with people that have been called up from NXT like that. They get caught in this weird vortex, and, and crazy things happen. You know what I mean? Look, look, we're still waiting on Veer to show up on Raw, so God knows where Xia Lee is right now. 
All Maybe right. she wants to hang out with Karen Q on the floor of Black Stage at uh, NXT. Black Stage? Black Stage, like Black Street. Listen, Adam Cole mm-hmm. and Jake Atlas was the opener on Rampage. And uh, after finally seeing what happened, just total fluke injury. Jake Atlas tried a springboard. He landed on two feet, and then he couldn't get up anymore. And Adam Cole goes for the Panama Sunrise, and Jake Atlas just stands there. And then Adam Cole put him in a very, very safe leg lock for the submission. It looks like, uh, hopefully, uh, luckily, Atlas won't be out too long. So uh, he got the MRI and, you know. Got to outlaw right. springboards, everybody. No. Back in a moment, Observer Live. <laughs> At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. God, what a beating Jack Evans took in that match right there during the break. Mm-mm-mm. See, if Nick Wayne were the size of, of Jack Evans in that video, I'd have a match with him tomorrow. Whoa. But now Jack Evans is the size of old Shankly. So <laughs> not happening. Just doesn't yeah, work. But he's still only a boy. Bro, you've got you've got three times Bro, the life. That's like if you were in the zoo and you fell into the lion enclosure, and you know an eight hundred pound lion ate you, and then someone's like, "Oh, it's just a baby lion." I don't know how he got eaten. The kid's six three for crying out loud. Doesn't matter if he's sixteen. Scared to death, aren't you? you yeah, should... he's incredible. By the way, folks, just saw him again last weekend, and. uh he hasn't even hit his growth spurt yet. It is amazing. No, he's much... hit his growth. I think he's going to be nine feet tall. He's well, six two, bro. He, he could get much he, taller. He could end up six twelve. No, he's not going to end up six twelve. You seen his father? <laughs> I can't believe he got this tall. Well, look, you know, sometimes these things miss a generation, and maybe he hasn't maybe, had his growth spurt. Maybe that better that, go. That better be number one in the top fifty. Maybe Nick that, Wayne hasn't hit his growth spurt yet. Well, look, he had. He one. did hit his growth spurt, and I know this because it was only look, a couple of years ago he was shorter than me. Now he's twice my height. You know what that bro. means? He had a growth spurt. Well, you're also shrinking in your old. No, age. I'm not. You got to remember something. Kevin Garnett, when he was 18 years old, got drafted into the NBA. He ended up growing like two or three more inches, and he was like 6'11", or whatever the hell he ended up with. It's 7'2", or whatever. So I tell you what, no, genetics may not be on his side from what we know of his three generations of professional wrestling in the family, but you never know. You go back to that fourth or fifth. And maybe there's a, a man-mountain grizzly there in the Northwest that, that, that led to Jack Evans. You never know, Brian. He's a big kid. God. Jack Evans. Then we had Hook beating Aaron Solo. Killed this bloke. Hook is, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, he's the son of Taz. So he's a badass shooter that's getting over and everyone's cheering him, even though technically he's coming out of that heel tube, whatever they call it, tunnel? 
tunnel. Which, which I guess is a tube. Just a very large tube. <laughs> the underpass. And Ruby, Soho, and Riho. You know how weird it is when, like, years ago, years ago, Craig and I, I'm not sure who else was in the car. Maybe Vinny was in the car. But uh, we had gone to the Red Robin, and afterwards he had, like, some Thunderbird or some, you know, gimmick 80s muscle fast car or something like that. And uh, he decided he was going to go really fast to show us how fast it went. And he went really fast right over the slippery railroad tracks, and we ended up in the ditch. Ooh. And I was uh, telling Paisley the story. I don't even know how we got on it. Uh, <laughs> but I was telling her about when Daddy was, was younger, you know, Uncle Craig decided he was going to drive like a like an idiot. We ended up in the ditch. And uh, she goes, what's a ditch? And it suddenly occurred to me that oh, how would she know what a ditch is? But every now and it's then. Where, it's where daddy's career is, honey. Oh, get out of here. But I, had to, I literally had to take her uh, the other day and, and show her what a ditch was. No. And it was funny because we're walking no. to the side of the road. And I pointed at the ditch and I go, you know what that is right there? Guess what that is? She goes. Grass. I said, no, it's not grass. You know what that is right there? She goes, a sign. I said, not the sign. You know what that thing is right there? It's a ditch. And her eyes grew wide. She goes, oh, that's where your car was? I said, well, not that ditch. But anyway, when you have a kid, you got to explain what stuff is because, you know, they, they're kids. Did you help Brent up? I don't know what the point of that story was, but it was something I was explaining. Oh, a, a tunnel is a tube. It's a large tube. Anyway, Ruby Soho and Riho beat uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter when uh, Jamie Hayter got pinned after some uh, shenanigans with Britt. And then Britt and Jamie Hayter got in a shoving match, and Britt walked out on her, which uh, played into a lot of things. They've been doing the storyline for forever now. But on uh, the Battle of the Belts, when they did the Britt Baker-Riho match, Jamie Hayter and Rebel, they kept getting involved, and then... Uh, Rebel got laid out, and and uh, then she got booted, and Jamie's yelling at Brid, and Riho hits this Northern Lights, and the place went nuts because they bought that one after two days' worth of dissension. They thought that Riho was the new champion. But Britt kicked out, and she ended up getting the win, and then Brit and, and Jamie Hayter ended up hugging afterwards. So at the moment, in the middle of this two-year storyline, they're on the same page. But they won't be forever. I thought the Britt Baker-Riho match was really good at Battle of the Belts. But we are ahead of ourselves. Uh, the main event of Rampage was Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz beating Daniel Garcia in 2.0 in a, in a street fight. Excellent match here. Although I will say, uh, Eddie Kingston and Gabe Kidd, or oh, as yeah. I like to call him, Gabriel Kidd, because he did something wrong. Uh, Gabriel Kidd. And Eddie Kingston on New Japan Strong. If you have not seen that match, that match was so awesome. I'll talk about that coming up with uh, with Filthy. And then Battle of the Belt, Sammy beat Dustin Rhodes to win the interim TNT Championship. Talk about more of that in a minute. Ricky Starks beat Matt Seidel. And as noted, we had the Britt Baker-Riho match was the main event. I thought the show was good, but like if you were expecting... Clash of the Champions, TBS, Saturday Night, Big Show, blah, blah, blah. It was like a good rampage. And I think it's going to be difficult to make these TBS specials seem like big, you know, semi-pay-per-view caliber events if the shows are only an hour. 
It just feels like a Rampage show. Nothing wrong with it. It was a good show. But it certainly did not feel like, you know, in, in 10 years, my my daughter, who actually will have nothing to do with wrestling, but if she did, oh, man, remember those Battle of the Belt shows? Like people today reminisce about Clash of Champions. I don't think it's going to be like that. But who knows? If the show does well, maybe next time TBS will say, you know what, we're going to give you two hours. Then we're off to the races. What do you think about these two shows? What do you think about this interim title? I, uh, well, it's, I don't like it. I thought it, it's goofy, but, you know, I think it's goofy in regular sports and regular fighting when we have, you know, boxing is a ridiculous case. UFC is now getting to that point with it. And you can look at it one of two ways. You know, you had an interesting storyline there with Dustin being involved, even though they really only mentioned it at the very beginning of the match where we had that classic of Dustin and Dusty, Dustin and Dusty, Dustin and Cody. So you could play in that direction. Plus you had Sammy. I, 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 I don't mind it because it, it, they're pulling from reality right now. Just the problem is the reality of having an interim title drives me nuts, but maybe they, they had to, they told all the TNT execs. I don't know what it is of why they had to have that match on there. They added the FTW match with, with Seidel and, and Ricky Starks. I thought that was good. If you're going to actually have an FTW title, you know, you might as well have them defended every once in a while. I thought that was a good idea there. So I thought, you know, and Riho and Britt Baker, and I know there's some people that are, you know, maybe a little bit salty about the fact that Riho is a pawn to get more involved in Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker, but I'm fine with that. You know, I, I really, really am. It didn't, Riho didn't lose anything in the tag match. She got the win over Jamie Hayter. Yeah, she lost to Britt Baker, but no big deal there. She lost to the champion. And they continued the storyline of Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker, which I think is a money one. It really is. Yes, we could keep tabs on how long they've been doing this over two years and all that sort of stuff, but they've done a really good job with it. And it's a match that ultimately when it happens, I think people are really going to want to see. So I thought a lot accomplished, plus powerhouse Hobbs and Dante Martin. Martin showing some fire, bump, bumping heads there with Hobbs. I thought that was tremendous because I really, you know, that's one of those young people matches. Like we saw Darby and, and MJF. We've seen Darby and Sammy, uh, MJF. and We've seen all these different young guys. Dante Martin and Powerhouse Hobbs is a little feud going on right now. And getting those guys in the mix with each other, I think, helps them both immensely. Because where each other is lacking, the other one kind of makes up for it. It's a nice little mesh there. Plus, you have the guys on the outside. Here's my thoughts on this this interim title. Don't like it. Now, you know what else is weird? Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm an old school bloke. I, I like my championships like defended in matches and won and lost in the ring. And uh, you know, we've seen we've seen many ways that different companies have handled a champion not being there. In WWE, the champion's not there. They just they don't tell you about it. They know three weeks in advance he won't be there. They still advertise him, and he's just not there. I don't like that. New Japan, they advertise you for a show, and uh, your plane is delayed, and you don't make it. You're not champion anymore. You're just stripped. Like, you miss one show you're advertised on, and they strip you of the title, and they make a new champion. Almost all of Japan, that's the case. Don't like it. And then, of course, these interim titles. I mean, uh, you know, Cody, Cody came down with COVID, and, you know, I, I presume, you know, he's going to be fine, like, maybe even by Wednesday. I mean, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns missed Saturday and was back Friday, six days later. 
So, you know, the idea, and I'm sure they've got some plan or everything like that, but, you know, the idea that Cody couldn't make one show and so we had to create an interim title because he couldn't make one show, I don't like it. Now, what could they have done? Well, as we argued about on Friday, Mike, it's Battle of the Belts, okay? They have to have a match for a belt. <laughs> now, what they have in, in uh, AW, I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but they have a lot of belts. And one of the belts that was defended isn't even a, a real belt. It's the FTW title. So, I mean, listen, if you don't want to do a hangman match because he was all bloody and everything like that and you want to sell all of that, Well, you want fine. the title match to be important, too. Fine. Well, here's the thing. Bro, I was thinking about this. Why couldn't they? Where are the tag titles? Can I continue? Good. Why couldn't they have just had... Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defend the tag titles to replace Cody, okay? Now, when when I was first thinking about this, the obvious answer is, well, whoever the number one contender is for the tag team titles right now, clearly they've got a plan, and they didn't just want to throw that match on TV with no build and blow it off, and then, you know, you have to go into whatever. But hold on a second. Dustin was not the number one contender for that title. So... If you're okay putting the non-number one contender in an interim championship match against Sammy, then what's the problem with putting the non-number one tag team contenders in a tag team championship match? Because you have to do something on that day because Cody went down for Battle of the Belts where you must have championship matches. That's what I would have done. What's the point of having rankings? What's the point of having a top five? There's no rule in all of, of sports when it comes to fight sports. You just have to have a, uh, somebody ranked. That's one of the, the problems with a lot of these rankings, especially in boxing. When you look at them, and you go, how the hell did this person get ranked? Why are they ranked? They're ranked because that way they can sell a championship match. You have all these teams. If you didn't want to have FTR defend the AAA tag titles against someone, anyone, whoever it is, then why not have the Lucha? I mean, why not have Jurassic Express do that against, even if it's a lower rated team, make it where they defend the titles. They got a big victory. Everybody shows off. Those two look great. Jungle Boy's fantastic. Gets the pin. They stand up. And then you could still, once again, do the thing where all these eyes are on them in the same way that they had to rush off the air on Wednesday. To me, that would have made a lot more sense. You're right. I would have rather have seen a battle of guys wearing belts and a six man with each other as opposed to the interim title. But that's the, the the direction they decided to go. And again, it gives Cody a reason to come back. It gives you a, a built-in storyline based out of real sport. It's just one of those ones that's like, eh, this is where real sport screws up. Someone here says, well, the TNT titles have rankings. You're right. You're right. But there's a, there are a million easy storylines to explain why the number one contenders aren't getting the tag team championship shot. Not the least of which would... The tag team champion, the number one contenders are heels, and they could easily just say, bro, we're not taking our championship match on one day's notice, and so you have to go with whoever's next in line. And the Young Bucks are out, so you come down to Proud and Powerful. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com, watching myself. Almost kill myself on that backdrop. What the heck's going on? Doing socks, too. You worry Apparently about we got slipping. got a timing issue. There we go. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> what, you, what about my socks? I'm just making fun of them. Risking Why? slipping there instead of just being in bare feet. Oh, you that. know everything about gymnastics and spring floors, brother? I thought you were wrestling. Is that what this is? Glorified gymnastics? Well, I, I would think bums. that as, as someone who actually you... did it, I'd know if I was going to slip on those socks, which Somebody... clearly, oh, clearly yeah. I never did. Yeah, when are you going to start wrestling? You know, Too bad you've been faking it all these years doing that. When are you going to take that seriously? Maybe learn some, some things from your old tag team partner, Brian Alvarez, filthy Tom Lawler, who you're about to do a show with and probably for the second straight year receive the worst partner in the uh, When in am the I going to start world, wrestling? Lord. I've been doing the fake stuff. What are you talking about? How about, seven, back how about 17 straight years this, mm-hmm. this month? Mm-hmm. Not this month. But uh, jiu-jitsu. staring up at the seventeen lights, years. Of Don't jiu-jitsu. try to change it. Oh, now yeah, jiu-jitsu. seventeen years. Look, look, listen to this. You haven't done anything for seventeen years in your whole life. I oh, did yeah? jujitsu for seventeen years. Uh huh. Right. Look at you. Name something. <laughs> Name something you did for seventeen years. Drink. Bonin. Oh, what do you get think out of that? Here. You're True. disgusting. Yeah, I love it too. Still you're, do it. You're a disgusting, filthy, cretin. filthy like filthy Tom Lawler, and hopefully I win. A filthy award this year. Oh, man. I hope you do, too, brother. Oh, man. Uh Well, Tom's going to give out the filthies today, everybody. And we'll talk about New Japan Strong. I think that's it. We don't really have much of a plan. Oh, yeah, SmackDown. we got to talk about SmackDown. Oh, no. No. Yeah. It'll be fun. So, anyway, we're going to wrap it up for today. No, I'm not thanking you today, Mike. Thanks, Dom. Best wishes to Scott. Everybody in the studio. All of our Twitch homies and top-tier YouTube subscribers, I'll at least talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.